It's commonly said that technology grows at an exponential rate. Technology that would have been considered science fiction by one generation is an everyday reality a mere two generations later. The cell phone is a prime example of this. In a generation or two, it went from being a luxury owned by the affluent to an everyday item carried by most of the population, regardless of their economic status. They went from bulky and cumbersome to sleek and compact. Nowadays, making phone calls is often the last feature people think of when buying a new cell phone. Cell phones can do nearly everything a computer can do, but from the palm of your hand. All of that in a matter of a few generations. Today's headlines are dominated by artificial intelligence like ChatGPT and DeepFakes. In only a year or two, we've seen these technologies become more and more advanced. AI is able to do immensely more now than at its inception, and deepfakes continue to produce more and more realistic images of people. All of this has understandably begun to cause concern and alarm. If it's true that technology grows at an exponential rate, are we keeping up? And if so, how long will we be able to keep up? In this episode, we ask, should artificial intelligence be celebrated or feared? Or should we be indifferent to it? What ethical implications come with technological advances? What will the future look like in light of the rate at which technology is advancing? All that and more on this edition of the podcast. We're a forum for discussion on the issues that are ruminating in the minds of churchgoers, but that are often not raised from the pulpit. Too long has the church shied away from grappling with tough questions and nuanced issues. We're your hosts. I'm Reichard Zalameda. I'm Lucas Manning. Welcome to Questions from the Pew, where faith and culture meet. of questions from the pew oh yes sliding into your podcast dms <laughs> i don't know if that's a thing i don't, I don't think it is yeah i don't think it is anyway here we are anyway here we are here we are cool how you doing yeah i'm not doing too bad just uh you know another day and on this planet that we call earth another day Honestly, another dollar every every breath's a gift or whatever wow Oof. Anyway, you should work for a whole Clearly, I'm, yeah. Or like, I'm just having an existential crisis, and here we are. <laughs> no, sick. Well, yeah, I guess we're talking about uh, AI. Yeah, kind of. It's become become quite the uh, the attention grabber. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess understandably <laughs> so. I guess, uh, yeah, I guess are we doing a setup? I guess we can do a setup. I don't. Yeah, know. I guess we can do the setup. Yeah, it might be helpful to you know, kind of discuss kind of what AI things we are actually talking about. Yeah, totally. Cool. Uh, yeah. Technology, specifically artificial intelligence, which I guess is a broad umbrella category. Sure. As I, I mean, was reading. Yeah. I mean, I guess technology has been, you know advancing for 
thousands of years. And then I guess just the most recent headline-grabbing iteration of that is AI. I mean, it's definitely, yeah. it's definitely like, uh, like, so I'm obviously in education, like in curriculum development. And like, we've had a lot of conversations about like, now that students can just like, you know, type a prompt into, you know, chat GBT and say how long they want it, what points to touch on and, you mm-hmm. know, whatever else. I mean, it's, I mean, a lot of people are saying it's, you know, like an academic integrity issue. A lot of some people are saying that we need to try to incorporate it because, you know, students are going to use it no matter what. There's tools that people are making to identify, you know, whether an AI wrote this. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, I mean, at least in my field of work, and I know a bunch of, a lot of others, like it's, you know, people are trying to figure out what to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's interesting to me how, um, I guess, wide-reaching um, – the this technology is because it touches on so many um different areas of life you mentioned one like education right um and i suppose depending on the area of life or um yeah what area of life we're talking about it could come with real benefits or real downsides as well it can vary but it's really yeah it is really interesting how something that's growing at an exponential rate um really has the capability of affecting so many areas of just everyday life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's just, it's a little bit of technology in general. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's, it's definitely an interesting, I feel like once we, once we turn the corner on computers, all of a sudden it's like, Whoa, this is like another realm because Mm -hmm. computer, I guess like, like the amount, I guess it's in the name, right? computers compute but the amount of like computations that we can make you know or like we don't even have to make they just make them for us and we're mm-hmm. and we just continue on so yeah anyway i guess it's just yeah i would be interested to see you know the like a graph graphical representation representation of um how quickly these kinds of technologies are advancing um compared to the rate at which like human developers are advancing and making them better. I guess I don't know all the ins and outs, but or there's what do you interplay. Mean, wait, human uh, developers? Oh, yeah, you mean like, like just making like art or something? Yeah, making it, this. Yeah, yeah. Ma- well, not even like compared to the kind of product that they will, they're able to turn out, but like humans who created, for example, chat GPT. Um, and yeah, again, I guess I don't know all the ins and outs of how all this technology works, but sure. If the technology is grow, like if if humans have designed the technology to to be able to learn and sure. to create, um, like how is the rate that humans are able to kind of develop this kind of technology? Yeah, um, keeping up with or like compare to uh, sure the amount or the rate that this yeah. technology is advancing upon itself based on, sure. again, based on the way that human creators have designed it. But yeah. there's always that interplay that I've always found interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's a good, it's at least good to, maybe we should talk about like, you know, you know, I'm not the leading expert in AI and where it's at, but like just from like a, you know, simple Google search, 
I mean, AIs aren't like, at least as far as I understand them, they're more so like algorithms that function in a set of rules. Um, mm-hmm. And then they get, they get better at what they're like designed to do, like the more input that they have. Um, but like, I mean, you've probably seen those videos of like Google AI learn to run. And then you like watch the, like the video and it's like, that does not look like running. That is, it's that like, is not running. What's happening right now? I don't, yes. I don't know what that is, but that is not <laughs> yeah, that, running. That's not, that's not the running. That's not my running. <laughs> I'm anyway. no athlete, but I can tell that that's not running. <laughs> yeah. Even I. Yeah. So that's where I think like the. Or at least, like, AI's ability to, like, learn or, like, develop on its own. Mm-hmm. As far as I understand, that's still in, like, the early, you know. Yeah. Like, we're still trying yeah. to teach it how to run. And that's what <laughs> – for those of you who haven't seen it, it's just this body is flailing. This virtual body is flailing around trying to move, man. Uh, anyway. Oh, I've heard – I don't know where I've – or I heard it, but this is kind of a tangent. But I've heard of human, like the act of walking on two legs or running, yeah. you know, for our example. Sure. It's just a series of coordinated falls. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. thought that was a perfect description. For... <laughs> yeah. Falling with style as, uh, <laughs> I don't know, is that Buzz Lightyear or Woody? Who knows? As Toy Story put it. Yeah, it was Buzz Lightyear, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, that's that's fair. But even with that, right, like we've seen, even from the, Taking um, the like the way the technology itself advances upon itself out of the equation, just human development, like with deep fakes, which yeah. how how would you describe deep fakes? Like it's um, digital yeah. impersonations of a yeah. person's face. I guess it's like we used to say like Photoshop, you know, in the twenty right, tens yeah. or whatever. So it's basically Photoshop, Pretty but much like it, yeah. it's so easily available because the AI does it so well. Like, yeah. you, a person used to have to go in and, like, touch everything up and, like, you know, mm-hmm. put the new face in or whatever, or right. however they wanted to edit it. But now it's, like, an, an AI can basically just generate something that is, like, looks just as good in, like, you know, less than a second or whatever. So that's right. where it's, like, yeah, exactly. now they're just more widespread. Yeah. Early on, you could tell, like, the technology would glitch a little bit. It was a little bit jumpy when it came yeah. to, like, reconstructing, a, the you know, the new face or whatever yeah, yeah but now things have gotten so smooth yes. um and yeah it's kind of but yeah and that's in a short amount of time and that's i guess that's also even with so that's like facial reconstruction right or facial constructions whatever yeah but um wasn't uh it, it all had to do with audio as well. oh it was the beatles um they recorded um using ai they extracted John Lennon's voice from old demos sure. to, I guess, create the quote-unquote The Last Beatles record. Oh. Obviously, I decades think I heard after about the band broke up. But yeah. yeah, like they used AI to reconstruct Lennon's voice I guess to that, record this album. That's so interesting. I guess it's like, what are they... So they, like, what? They made his voice... Or they made it so that they could say any word, like, using his voice? Is that what you're saying? I guess that's what I, I mean. That's Mission it's not Impossible like they were, stuff. That's kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they like put they the sticker on the person's a... throat or whatever. Right. He's like, read this card. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, the throwback to the first. Or no, that was the, the third one. I think. Yeah, I, I think the third right. one. Yeah, with with the, Philip the guy Hoffman. who is now dead. Yeah, which is sad. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So that's one example, right? But even um, I think they used a similar tech. Don't don't quote me on this. But I'm pretty sure they used a similar kind of process with Harrison Ford 
and oh. um and the new oh, Indiana the Jones movie. DH. Yeah, stuff. For, they were basically pulling footage from previous, um, from previous films, and and they were able to get the light angles correct, and it would yeah, it just got. That's crazy. I mean, you could still tell. Even I haven't seen it, so yeah, don't sure. Me. But even from the trailers, like I could tell when it was obviously de-aged, right? But it was so good that sure. it that. I took a step back because I was, I had seen deep fakes and these kind of technology, yeah, yeah, things before, but not to that, uh, not to that level. Extent, so I thought that was yeah. really interesting. No, for sure. I mean, it's definitely not Luke Skywalker and the Mandalorian. That one was. <laughs> <laughs> that was rough. And I was like, ah, what, what's happening here? But yeah. see, like even that, right? That's a few years, and things have gotten so much better. Yeah, no, that's fair. Or I guess it depends on who you talk to. Whether sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a uh, part of that, too, is, I mean, some of that is, like, it's aided by AI, mm-hmm. but it's not just solely AI. Which All AI. Maybe yeah. that should lead us into our first question. I feel like this is a long yeah. setup. But, yeah. yeah. It has been set up. Now to question <laughs> yeah. one. Question one, should artificial intelligence be celebrated or feared? Or should we be indifferent to it? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of what I thought we'd stop to ask the question. Because, I mean, in one sense, this is where, like, what we just talked about, you know, Harrison Ford stuff and, you know, I guess, I mean, you could debate the ethics of doing a Beatles album. But um, in one sense, it's like a tool that we can leverage, you know, to make better stuff. You know what I mean? I mean. I'm sure. A, like a semi-realistic version of de-aged Harrison Ford is better than like some of the de-aging they've done in the past where it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> get this out of my face. So, yeah, so in one sense, like, I mean, that's something to be celebrated, I guess, if we want to start on that uh, on that road. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, I mean, it opens up a lot of possibilities for... Yeah, the things that we can't, and that's just even for like deep fakes and like the AI stuff, right? Sure. Uh, and the sorry, the audio stuff, but um, but even like with stuff like um, Chat GPT, what, what would that AI software be categorized as? I guess I don't know. I don't know. I don't know all the categorizations for them. I guess I just I assume know. they're all AIs that like help with. They have like different like. Uh, I guess tasks is the easy way to put it, right? And that's yeah. where, I mean, as far as I know, like, well, the thing is ChatGPT can do a lot of different things. Like you can say, make a business plan for this industry with this budget, mm-hmm. like, you know, whatever to it, yeah. and specifically do these things and it'll like write yeah. it up. So it's like, yeah. it can yeah, do a lot for, of things. Yeah. For those who don't know, yeah, I guess we could. Yeah, that's a good. Should have put this in the setup but chat (laughs) gpt uh basically yeah it's think of it like a chat bot like we've seen chat bots like on websites right where it's like automatic automated responses to us to uh certain questions yeah um like the most basic ones on websites like hey how can i help you today yeah yeah. um you type in having trouble with internet or something and it pull based on your response or certain variations in that response it will spit back um, certain responses um, to kind of help you troubleshoot or whatever. 
So think of that times like a hundred. Yes. Where these aren't just simple two sentence responses that it's giving back to your questions or prompts, but it can give whole. Um, it can give whole. Um, Papers. I mean, students yeah, have used them to essays. write. Yeah. I um I did a little experiment. I was gonna bring this up later when we talk about the other questions, but I did like a like a graded experiment with Chat GPT. Um, I can actually just pull it up right now. Pull it up. Pull it up. Wait, what do you I, mean graded? Um, in so graded by me in terms of I I asked it to I I gave it prompts that were that gradually got more and more i think got more and more involved and i wanted sure. to see the extent to which it could give me yeah. um, an answer so let me see i think the first one that i put in was uh let's see here oh okay so i said write a sermon for college students based on psalm 23 mm. and so it spit out you know title it gave yeah. me an introduction it gave um it split it up by uh, for those of you who don't who aren't familiar psalm 23 is the famous psalm the lord is my shepherd i want for nothing that sort of thing um so yeah it gave me the the title of the sermon it gave me an introduction it gave me um different points as it grouped the verses together that sort of thing okay yeah. that's great that was the basic prompt was that it I like a script or was it like an outline it was a script. Wow, that's crazy. How long um, was it? Uh, I mean, actually, I don't know how many words, but I can see. Uh, it's about uh, 500 words, so not yeah, long. Okay, yeah, not very long, but still, that's something. Yeah. Um, so that was the first prompt that yeah. I gave it. So I said, all right, let's take this a little bit deeper. Let's go another route here. So I said to exegete Psalm 23. Oh, exegeting. Yeah, that's... that's using some technical language there. Yeah. So I wanted to see if you could, you know, figure that out. Sure. Exegeting is basically, um, yeah, interpreting um, for, yeah. for lack of a better word. Um, and uh, it first gave me the definition of exegesis <laughs> as the process of critically interpreting and analyzing a biblical text to understand its original meaning in its historical and cultural context. Let's go through an exegesis of Psalm 23. Oh, wow. It defined it. And then so it, it told you what exegesis. it was going to do. <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. And then it went through the historical and cultural context, offered a little paragraph about that, the literary analysis, and then a verse-by-verse -verse interpretation. <laughs> Interesting. The was, the, was the context cultural and literary any good, or what was it saying? I mean, pretty basic and broad, sure. but... Like not wrong. Yeah, I mean, it gets, yeah. yeah, not wrong, but certainly not uh, detailed. Um, it's sure. been a while since I looked into this, so maybe from what I remember, it wasn't. I don't think there was any glaring. Uh, there were any glaring errors in it. Sure. Um, so I said, okay, it, it understands what exegesis is. Yeah. So I said, the next step was to exegete the Hebrew of Psalm twenty-three. Huh. Um. And then it said, as an AI language model, I don't have direct access to the Hebrew text. Oh, interesting. But I can provide some insights based on my training data. I'll present an overview of the Hebrew text and some key points of interest in Psalm What is the training 23. data? I don't know. 
but it proceeded to kind of give yeah some points on certain words um so it probably had like some info like it didn't it didn't feel like it had the original text but it was right. like I do have some information on yeah words enough that... to give yeah some points on certain Hebrew words and phrases interesting so I thought that was interesting so I said okay let's keep going I was in a rabbit <laughs> yeah. hole at this point yeah. so I said compare Psalm twenty three in the <laughs> I I got a lot more technical. I said, compare Psalm 23 in the Hebrew Masoretic text and the Greek Septuagint, which Uh is the Greek translation of the Hebrew scriptures. Yeah. And then it gave me that. And it gave me the comparisons of where the two, uh, the two gave two different readings uh, between the two texts. Dang. Um, And it gave as well, kind of like a brief overview, I think, of what the Masoretic text is and the Greek Septuagint. It's funny to me that... It really said technical. that it didn't have the it didn't have the original language, but then when you ask for the Masoretic text, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, I have that. It's like, well, what do you think the <laughs> right. original? Like, what do you? You don't have the original manuscripts? Great, nobody does. So I'm glad that you. <laughs> right, but here's what's interesting. So I said, okay, so it's got some, actually, a lot more technical capabilities than I thought it yeah. was going to have. So what I did was I copied the Hebrew text of Psalm 23. Hmm. And I said, translate this into English and give an exegesis of it. And then I caught, and then I pasted the Hebrew yeah. text. And it offered a translation and an exegesis of wow. it. I should actually I didn't go back and check to see if the exegesis in the Hebrew was the same as the exegesis that it gave from like when I commanded it to do it just answer. in English. Yeah. yeah. Probably um, not, but maybe I don't know. It's too know. far up to scroll, but but still, it, it was able to translate it and yeah. whatever. Um, and then, yeah, and then that was it. So, yeah, so it's really interesting like that. Like, it's got a, it definitely is, um, yeah, I was surprised at yeah. how deep I could go. Sure. Uh, it's, it's not going to be the same as someone, you know, yeah. doing a full-fledged paper or doing research sure. on this, but it's something sure well i mean i guess that's like the difference right between like it's not when we say like it understands or it knows how is it it's like it it doesn't but it it's so good at spitting out the right thing when you put in a certain input you know what i mean i guess right. that's like the the funny thing about it yeah i i heard it uh i had one i was watching one video and it basically is like are the command or the prompt that we give it is the input right and the output that we and it's des- sorry and it's designed to give you a certain output like if you say yeah. give me x it's designed to give you x but right. how it gets you to x is where the you know sure where the technology, technology. comes in and yeah, how yeah. how it does that and sure. that raises again a whole host of different questions and concerns that we'll get to later in the podcast but sure that's basically what it is so it basically you get what you put into it so the more detailed i yes. got in terms of my prompts the more detail i got in my output sure which honestly like chat gbt is kind of like a if it cited its sources it would kind of be like a a more advanced search engine you know what i mean because it's like give sure. me information about this when we go to google right. that's what we're doing it's like you know, mm-hmm. obviously we use it for more like tell me what food is in the area or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like 
at the end of the day, it's like, it's, I wonder if that's where it'll go is it's like, it'd be great to like understand how, like where, where did you get this from AI? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like what sources are you pulling from to give me that definition of exegesis that you just pulled? You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. All just, that, that, all that to say, like the, back to the like the benefits of AI yes. and this kind of thing like it it can give us a really quick analysis you know sure um, or somewhere at to a rate, start even yeah at a rate a lot of times that humans can't like it for a you know a, a freshman Bible college student or whatever yeah. who had no idea of, of how to do an exegetical paper this at least gives them a, a format or something like that sure um, and it yeah it could lessen the time obviously again that raises a whole other host of, of questions and concerns. But um, in a lot of ways, it can do a lot of the analysis that humans can do, yeah. but at a much slower rate. Um, sure. This technology can cut that. I mean, that's what computers were designed to do, right? right? They were designed to compute and do things that human could, but at a fraction of the time and the effort. Right, right. say well because i mean i guess that's like where the learning comes in is obviously words can have like different meanings and then when you combine them with other words then we're getting very specific you know what i mean so it has to Mm -hmm. like learn how just like yeah i guess how words interact which is just language but yeah building something that like has a a comprehensive answer for like any question (laughs) i don't know it's just crazy you know yeah like What's crazy to me is that it was like ChatGBT was released November 30th, 2022. Like, and the, the, um, the, the leaps in progress that it made since then. Sure. Is, well, I think because the more inputs you get, the, like the better it gets at answering right. things. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. cause that's like, I mean, we've had it creates AI. more paths, right? Yeah, in, in, exactly. In between input and output. Well, that's like YouTube. And I mean, that's why a lot of these social media companies got blasted for this is they have AIs that like learn like what stuff engages with people. And then obviously the social media companies want the AIs right. to keep you on their platform for as long as possible so they can mm-hmm. advertise. So, um, so a lot of these companies got blasted for like, it's not good for the people, but it's good for keeping the people on the platform. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the AI figures out, you know, this thing makes you angry. I'll show you seven in a row and you won't leave, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah. So, I mean, we've been using AI before this, but yeah, this is the yeah. most like, like it's a creative one. It like creates yeah. things. And so that's, it, it's, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. And that's why I'm interested to see, like, like we already, have stated the exponential, you know, growth of um, this kind of technology. I imagine this kind of technology, given the way it's going, is going to make that curve even steeper. Sure. Yeah, I guess that's like the the thing with technology, right? Is 
it kind of it's just a snowball which i don't yeah it'll be interesting to see i mean so that's like the i guess if we're transitioning to like fear or whatever which maybe we're not i don't know if you have more to say on celebrated but like one of the big fears or whatever is like that exponential curve like goes too fast and then Mm -hmm. they call it like a singularity uh which is like now the ai is you know can do more than we can or whatever which a part of me is like i get like it's good science fiction or whatever and maybe it's real i don't know but i guess to me it's like i don't know how these ais would do that in the sense that like they just kind of do what they're designed you know what i'm saying like Mm. i guess to develop a conscious mind is something different than like developing an algorithm that knows how to like that has like a pretty comprehensive understanding of language you know what i mean like that's Mm -hmm. really cool and that's awesome that we've kind of got there sort of or like developing an algorithm that like knows like connects my profile with somebody else's profile and then something that worked like a video that worked for that person since we have similar profiles maybe it'll work for me you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i guess to me that's way that's like orders of magnitude away from you know like something approaching a human brain you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and i i mean not to say that we can't get there eventually but I don't know. I, I do think the fears are a little overstated, at least like currently. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, it's going to be like the plot of iRobot. <laughs> yeah. Will Smith. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Back maybe. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. What year that was released. I mean, I feel like there's any number of these. Yeah. I mean, I guess <laughs> The Matrix is a, that's another one. I mean, that's a classic one. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's more, but. Well, I guess that's the thing is there are definitely. It seems like there are, like, people who are sounding the alarm, like, you know, whatever, technology experts or whatever. And then there are others who are like, everybody needs to chill out. (laughs) Mm. So that's where, yeah, I don't, I guess I'm not a technology expert, so I don't know, like, what to, you know. Yeah. All All I'm saying is I can definitely see a difference between, like, a consciousness developing, you know what I mean? Sure. Uh, Or... You know, and like what we have now. Although the so one of the, if we want to talk about fears, one of like the ways that people say that AI is gonna like destroy us is it's not gonna be like a conscious mind who decides that humans are horrible or whatever, like Ultron and Avengers or something. But more so, it'll be like we give like some AI who happens to have access to like internet and whatever. It's like we give them a prerogative. It's like make like yeah. make as many paper clips as you can. And it's like, great, I'll make as many paper clips as I can. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so like it makes it for a while and then it's like, wait, if I, you know, whatever, harvest this farm or whatever, I can make more paper clips and then it does yeah. that and then you know, it just keeps going all yeah. the way down until all of Earth is just one big paper clip yeah. manufacturing system. Or even um <laughs> again, that's the whole input output thing, right? Like if we gave um if we gave it's just hypothetical, right? If we gave AI, a super advanced AI, the prompt to, all right, and um, <laughs> and global warming. Yeah, yeah, sure. And yeah, again, it just that's kills the us output. all, good to go. That's the goal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, if it analyzes that, the you know, in terms of the path it takes from the input to the output, that it, it, in order to end global warming, it's got to eliminate the major causes of global warming. And if it sees humanity as yeah. that, then, you know, indirectly, yeah, yeah. we've caused our own demise. Sort of yeah, thing. I've, yeah. I've seen that as well. Sure. No, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I guess that's the thing is, 
and I guess we're not experts. Maybe we should bring an AI expert in. But like, I don't, I don't know how. Like, how do these AIs have access to make actual, like, real world, like, manufacturing decisions? You know what I mean? Because that's where, like, yeah. in order for them to harm us, like, they live in a, I guess, in the web, right, or whatever, or a mm-hmm. server. They just they sit in a room somewhere. So it's like, in what way are they able to? like manifest outside of that i guess yeah. that well, that would be the only yeah like fear. well in avengers age of ultron <laughs> yeah. just don't just don't show ai avengers age of ultron yeah and we'll, we'll be, be fine, fine. <laughs> we'll be fine bro <laughs> be good <laughs> thanks for listening to this edition of questions from the pew we're actually going to have to make this conversation into a two-parter with part two airing next week so we'll see you then Thanks for listening to another episode. If you'd like to support us financially, you can do so on Patreon. It's just www.patreon.com slash questions from the pew. If you can't support us financially, please give us a good rating or review on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening on, and that will help others find our podcast. Also, please comment and ask questions. You can do that by following and messaging us on Facebook or Instagram. You can also leave us a short voice message or text message at 312 312- If you do leave a voicemail, please keep it under 30 seconds and tell us your name and where you're from. We'd love to include your voicemail in our Q&R episodes, but if you prefer for us not to, just let us know and we'll include your question in another way and without giving your information. The same goes for any messages you send us on social media or through text. This has been Questions from the Pew, a podcast in the World Outspoken Network. To learn more about World Outspoken and its mission to prepare the Mestizo Church for cultural change, visit www.worldoutspoken.com. For questions from the Pew, I'm Riker Zalameta. I'm Lucas Manning. We'll see you next time.